Hi, this is Cherish, the music director here at Crux. I did an interview with a band from South Carolina, and their name is Serpent Church. So go ahead and stay tuned, and you'll get to learn a lot more about the band and even hear one of their songs. Thank you for tuning in. All right, well, hi. It's nice to meet you guys. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? All right. Um, I'm John. I play guitar. I'm Michael. I play drums. Nice. And... um. Who else is in your band, just so we can have an idea? We have uh, Robbie plays bass, uh, Tony plays guitar, the other guitar, and then a singer would be Chris. Nice. Five of us. All right. And um, what's your guys' band name? Uh, Serpent Church. Nice. And what genre would you say that you guys would fall under? <laughs> um, wow. Uh, we, we just go with dark rock. It yeah. Seems to be- yeah mm-hmm. um i think there's a lot of different styles but that's just kind of encompassing i suppose mm-hmm. and where yeah. are you guys from charleston south carolina are you guys there right now yep. yeah that's so cool <laughs> awesome yeah if you didn't know uh we're from new mexico so it's mm-hmm. kind of pretty far <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah yeah totally um yeah how did you guys start your, your band um, me and Michael were in a band uh, years and years ago, and so we kind of stopped doing that. Uh, we talked about doing something new last year, um, July, June-ish. Uh, we started jamming, me and him together. Uh, once we figured out, you know, where we were going to practice and, and go from there, we were able to bring in another person, Robbie, who came and played bass with us. He was actually in one of Michael's other bands as well. Um, and from there, we just kept looking for other another guitar player, Finally got a vocalist down and just been building from there, working on recording, getting music out there. Uh, shows are opening back up, so that's that's a thing that's coming up as well. Yeah. And so when did you guys start your band? Uh, I guess June last year, 2021. Oh, so that's fairly Yeah, you know, yeah. fairly new. Cool. Yeah. yeah, everything that's going on, it kind of started from that. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been doing music? Uh... I guess off and on like 15 years. Nice. I'd say yeah. that. I mean, I, I was in a high school band and went from there. We did other regional style bands and yeah, mm-hmm. definitely 15, between 15, 16 years. Nice. And so how many other uh, music projects have you had besides this one before this? Yeah, just like a handful. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> All right. And so let's go ahead and talk about your musical influences. All right. So. Um, I guess me as a guitar player, I pull a lot of stuff from, I guess you got some Black Sabbath stuff, some uh, older punk stuff. I hate saying that, but I mean, it's, it's got that feel to it. Um, I do listen to a lot of heavy music, Converge, all those guys. Uh, Caven's got some great stuff out now too. Uh, you try to grab some influence from them, but then you also have like Sleep and what those guys are doing. Just some really stoner, slow, uh, dragon stuff with a bunch of bass and stuff on it which is great i know michael's got some better influences like that that he uses yeah (laughs) yeah um i grew up listening to punk and uh like hip-hop rap stuff like that um uh lots of old metal um 
I think our, our bass player, he's like the thrash guy. He likes lots of old metal and thrash. Mm-hmm. Singer's got some rockabilly uh, influences. This is funny, but uh, he, he does listen to stone rock and all that stuff too. I can hear a lot of other like Michael. Some of the fills he pulls out, I was like, I've never heard that in a metal or heavy music before. So it's yeah, <laughs> a lot of new stuff. I think it definitely helps inspire me to do other stuff as well. Yes. Oh yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I can definitely see how those can tie into your music right now and what first got you individually into music um my parents owned a skate shop when i was growing up so i was exposed to all kinds of good music through through that and uh the guys working at this shop they always exposed me to what they were listening to at the time so i uh, I was pretty fortunate to, to be exposed to all kinds of different stuff from different people and it was it was good for me growing up because music was really important in that whole skateboard culture mm-hmm. and everything and then growing up I just stayed stayed with it so um met some other guys who cared about it as well and fit right in yeah I mean for me it's the same similar situation high school punk rock shows going to shows that DIY venues and putting things together ourselves. I mean, it just kind of came from that and just mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of it, really. I mean, you can watch bands, but if you're in a band actually putting your own stuff out there, it's a different feeling. It makes it, it makes a lot more fun, I think. Oh, yeah. I've always thought about that, what it's like from a band's perspective, because I love going to shows. I love going to, like, small underground shows, especially local shows. But, yeah, I've always wondered what it's like as a band yourself putting the shows on for everyone. Like how stressful. I mean, There's a lot of stuff. I mean, we're doing everything ourselves, recording ourselves putting it all together, mixing it, you know, coming up with everything. I mean, it's a lot of effort for sure. I mean, I think it's worth it. It does get very stressful at times, you know, with everybody having to collaborate together, but uh, it's definitely worth it, I think, in the long run. Yeah. (laughs) And so have you guys played any shows in the past, like since you guys have started? No, not yet. No, we have a show scheduled uh, August 2nd with... uh, hippie death cult in sasquatch that'll be our that'll be our first show so we're excited about that and where where's that at uh there's a bar in somerville it's called the trolley pub um they've had weed eater a couple other bigger bands play there before but it's it's, it's out there that's awesome it's not far from us about 30 minutes away from charleston well that's fun so what have you guys been working on right now uh so currently we just finished our five song ep we record that all ourselves here in our garage we tracked it all or tracked live um, and then we mixed it after the fact um but we're working on some other recording stuff as well right now to put out there it's just a the whole new thing i mean you can't really have physical releases the way the vinyl plants and stuff are so backed up so it's like yeah. putting yourself out with streaming and stuff is definitely i mean it's helped us get our, our name out as best we can oh yeah definitely yeah i feel like streaming is a lot more uh like relevant today than like physical copies really, yeah. really accessible which is good i mean it kind of it's I, I used to like grabbing and looking at things as, as a kid growing up yeah. Like, <laughs> no yeah i still like that yeah <laughs> it's just like it's so much easier now i guess like through streaming <laughs> but i just yeah, think yeah. it's a lot more uh it's like a lot more intimate like having like the actual sure. CD and right. actual, like, like, yeah. there's no, no mixtapes like that anymore right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh do you want to go ahead and talk about like some of your uh, songs on your EP and like the writing process behind that and how all that went? Um, some of these songs we've been playing a while. 
Uh, John and I, like you said, we started in this very garage back in June. So um, some of those songs made it, uh, some of them didn't. Um, but we just really wanted to play loud and heavy, you know, songs that we enjoyed playing and uh, we want other people to enjoy hearing them loud and heavy as well. So um, that's just kind of been our effort out here and uh, idea behind it all. I think it was harder at first because we didn't have the full group together. So we were kind of trying to find the sound first and then do the rest. So really adding the vocalists now, it, it kind of helps us how we direct some of the songs mm -hmm. before there were just parts and it didn't have as much cohesiveness, but now we've been writing and working on stuff that actually has a bigger picture mm -hmm. together. So it has some symbolism before it's actually a full song. And then we work on the other parts from that. Um, so, I mean, and we, we tried not to even do the cover thing. A lot of bands, when they start out, they're doing covers. Oh, yeah. It's not their song. But like, we, we try to just do original stuff, but we're working on something uh, that will be different from what the actual original song is. Um, so that'll be our next thing we put out. Um, it's kind of secretive now, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be nice once it's done. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the EP? Lake of Our Echoes. And the cover art is a photo I took. It's actually four or five photos uh, put together of an old church in the National Forest that's up here in Charleston. Oh. Big star trails and some other stuff with it. It's pretty, pretty uh, impactful photo. I feel it matches what we put out and what the name of the, the EP is. Mm -hmm. and so what does the music seem like over there? Um, It, it was a lot more um, together. I think with COVID, it kind of threw everything kind of away and it's, it's kind of rebuilding itself back back there a lot of punk bands um there's a couple stoner bands that are in uh cities that are south of us and a little bit north of us some um, hardcore bands yeah a lot of hardcore bands heavy music like that um some of the venues are trying to start back up doing the shows and getting people out there every weekend um so it's just a rebuilding process yeah i feel like it's a after like COVID, everything went on lockdown. It's been a strange time bringing everything back up. Yeah. Well, you have your like. I think I'm. A, we think we're gonna do it. Oh, we're not doing the show now. So I guess yeah. there's a lot of that going on. So. Yeah. How did you guys come up with your band name? Um, geez, uh, naming something in 2021 is virtually impossible to come <laughs> up with something that somebody hasn't used or uh you know or used before and isn't currently using um so we just we went through it over and over and um it was it was like i said it was it was really hard just to find something that wasn't used and uh i came upon this and um it really just kind of seemed to make sense and then no one was using it and uh ran it by the guys and it it worked but, um, the second you texted me that, I was like, that's definitely it. That's going to be the name of it. We had talked about all kinds of different names and, you know, maybe two of us would like them or, you know, it's just hard to get five people on board with one thing and oh, um, yeah. this, this stuck. So, yeah, it worked out. It worked out well. It, right? it helps us, like, create cool shirts and some other stuff in that. Um, we actually have a mutual friend that knows people that are still doing the serpent worshiping in churches and stuff. In like Alabama, and I know someone in Virginia that said that they've heard about it as well. A bunch of, I mean, it still happens. Wait, so people, so what, what is that? 
so I guess there's a, a like an offshoot of Christianity where they they worship like snakes and they bring them into the actual services. Mm-hmm. They snakes bite them. They drink the venom and all this crazy. Oh, that's stuff. so interesting. Yeah, it's pretty wild. This video is all over the place. We had some of the clips in our um, music video we put out. There's some of that in there. Ooh, that's cool. I'll have to check out your music. Video. <laughs> what song is it for? Uh, Death knows you're here. Hey, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I, I think the, I really like the band name. I think it's really cool. But what are some of the other band names you guys had in mind that you didn't go along with? I don't know if we can share them because we might use them later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I don't even remember really. <laughs> you stick out? I don't know. No, I mean, I had, to, I, I put some, so I'm a, a pedal nerd. I like buy a bunch of pedals, work on pedals, make pedals. And so I was just looking at like terminology of the parts and the pedals and I would send those to him. He's like, I don't know about that. That makes sounds like we might be something else. We're not I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I Google a lot of those and they were taken. So it's just, it's like he said, it was, it's been so, I mean, so many years, it's hard to be original. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. just, I don't know <laughs> if there's really that what like we didn't use that were already taken. I mean, they were all pretty much taken already. Yeah. And so, so many names come with associations, you know, you hear a name and you think, oh, well, this is probably that type of band yeah. or something. So it just leaves it open the way it is now. I think. Yeah. So what made you guys want to start this band? Uh, I guess being creative uh, musically. I mean, I'm a photographer as well. So I had some of that as a as a way to get my energy out. Um, but I know Michael, he was playing drums in his house. I mean, almost every day just for exercise I think was what you were doing but he, I mean, he, he he came to me about it so nice. just spark spark idea together well, that's really yeah I feel like that's really fun how do you yeah, he's a hard, hard person I mean he's, everyone else is like dry he's the ones dripping in sweat I mean we're, yeah we're... <laughs> yeah I feel like that's always like how drummers go to, especially for like like hardcore bands like that's always yeah, how yeah. even Slow songs. I mean, he's still hitting those drums. He's breaking cymbals every every practice. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> for the floor is what they say. That's right. And so, um, how do you guys like, like your personal life? Like, how do you combine? Like, how does that work with like your music project? Well, uh, there's five of us. We we practice twice a week. Um, sometimes okay. it's just four of us, um, but. Um, we make it work. Uh, you know, we're practicing at John's house, so he's uh, typically here when we're practicing. So, because he lives here, uh, but um, the the rest of us, we don't live too far away, so it's kind of convenient. And um, you know, if we have to schedule things around the week, what we have going on, we do it. So. Mm-hmm. What's a a, cra- a a weird way to look at it is like when we were younger, we had all the time in the world, and none, none of the money to afford the stuff we wanted. So now it's like, all right, well, we work real jobs and we have money that we can afford to what, get what we want, but then our time is so much limited. So we try to yeah. make the best we can every week to get what we want, accomplish like a goal, and then go from there. So, I mean, there, there'll be days where we, yes, we practice twice, but then we're also working on a recording or tracking or doing something else in the week to actually be more productive so i mean it, it definitely is a hard i mean having family and all that other stuff kids and juggling um it, it, it sometimes is hard but i mean we've been doing a pretty good job i think mm-hmm. yeah and so what is one of your best memories that you guys have made as a band so far well i think putting out the ep for me was i mean a, a big relief of of because 
you don't know what people are going to think. And then when they finally start actually hearing it and actually knowing what it is, because we were very secretive about everything we were doing. We weren't letting anybody hear, listen to things before it was done. Uh, once that was done, because we put so much time and energy into it, you know, mixing it, putting it together, had a friend give us some tips about mastering it and stuff. I mean, that was a big, I mean, I think a good accomplishment. It's hard for a lot of bands to actually even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's also really cool that you guys did it all yourself. Yeah, yeah I mean, we kind of, I just pushed myself. I mean, we, I, I used to do some recording and stuff in other bands, but nothing to this scale. I mean, we literally set up in my garage. We had 16 mics. Everything was grabbing everything. Michael's drums had eight mics on it. I mean, you could hear every little drum you wanted to. So, I mean, it was it was well put together. I think we did a good job with what we had. And some people were like, I didn't even, you couldn't even tell it was done in a garage like that. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I could not tell. <laughs> like you guys. Yeah, so if I didn't tell you, you'd be like, "Oh, well, that's not like Windows Studio. We did it all here." That's awesome. Technology is insane. Hmm. What do you What do you guys use to mix? Um. So I'm using Reaper. So I, honestly, I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you got to use Pro Tools, something that's you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars." Yeah. A month. I mean, this is a seventy dollars program. Um, it does everything we needed to do now. I mean, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Out, yeah, it's a good product. I mean, it's it's it does everything Pro Tools does, it's just a little different. I mean, it has plugins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend that was helping us, he was coming in helping record. So I was like, I don't know where this thing does. And like he, he was working on it. He's like, well, I guess it kind of does the same thing that Pro Tools does, but I have to click this button instead. He's just used to a different shortcut. I mean, it's all it is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's affordable. I mean, we spent all that other money in microphones, cables, interfaces. I mean, that's that's a lot, a lot of money tied up there. So it's like yeah. you don't have extra to spend, you know, all of that on Pro Tools when it's really the same result, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. I've actually, I've had like a few friends, they tell me about, they told me like to use like Reaper with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I think it's free for personal. I mean, you can easily use it and there might be a little limitations. I just went ahead and purchased it just to have the updates and all that other stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So what are your guys' personal favorite bands? You go. Oh goodness. Uh <laughs> we all listen to such different stuff. Um, I like Deaf Heaven, uh Uncle Acid, Converge, uh geez. Um all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm a I'm a Converge fanboy as well. I mean, this is a where your wound shirt, which is Jacob Bannon's side project. I mean, he's he's definitely up there. Kurt Blue is a is a genius with recording and music and equipment and pedals and guitars. I mean, he does everything. I would love to be like him when I get older, but it's like it's amazing. But I mean, I was at a Bright Eyes show two days ago, so I mean, I do listen to emo music, Band of Horses, uh, Dat or yeah, Dashboard Professional, yeah, Death Cab. There, I do listen to bands like that. But then also, I mean, you do have your stoner bands that you listen to as well. I mean. I, I will throw on. I mean, that new Cave-In record's amazing. That's got a bunch of different stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but Sleep is a great stoner band, loud. I mean, that's why I have so many freaking amps. I mean, <laughs> want to be loud. So definitely have a different favorite band. And it changes. I mean, with music and Spotify and all the streaming services being so easy. I mean, I found my iPad or iPod the other day, and it had some insane stuff. I didn't remember I was listening to back then, but I was like high school music, mm-hmm. Black Alicious and <laughs> Portis Head and a bunch of other mm-hmm. out there stuff. Yeah. So do the other members in your band also have like a like a very diverse uh like music taste? Yeah, that's that's the thing about us. We um 
with the five of us, there's probably one or two or three bands that we all, all agree on. And mm-hmm. other than that, we're all bringing different bands to the table. So I think that really works out as far as our band goes musically, because um, it, it's just like a cornucopia of influences and genres. And then it's it's us in our our band and our sound. Yeah, so it works to, out. Yeah, not trying to rip off another band. I mean, that's oh, yeah. a lot of times if you, if you just listen and breathe the same thing, you're going to put out the same thing. So I try not even to play too much or listen to the same stuff that we're playing when we're working on new music. That way I'm not, I, I think I turned him one as like, is that a song from this band? I was like, that's where it sounds just like it. I was like, eh, yeah, it might be. I was like, oh, okay, that's not like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it. Like, oh, you're ripping off this band just because you listen to them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been told that from like other friends of mine that are musicians. They're like, I can't listen to certain like genres or certain artists too much because then I feel like people are gonna think I'm like ripping them off. I'm getting like too right. inspiration for them. Yeah, yeah, the same stops or the same like patterns or melodies. I mean, it's all. I mean, there's always so many notes that are on a guitar. So I mean, you're going to play similar things, but it's just like you unknowingly rip them off. I mean, that's why I try not to listen to as much of that stuff as I can, just while we're working on music. I mean, if we've already got the music done and we're just jamming on stuff we've already written, I'll I'll, I'll put it on. Mm-hmm. And so how would you say, like, how do you guys all come to like an uh, agreement of what you guys want to make since you guys just have like diverse uh, likings? I guess it starts with riffs first. Like, so all the phone is amazing. I have an Android and Michael talks shit about it all the time, but um, it records very well. It sounds good. It has good videos. It's easy just to hit it, share it later. I'll make a riff, send it to Michael, give it to Robbie, let him think of something on it. Um, and then if it, if it all comes together, like everyone can kind of make its own thing with it, then it goes to like a bigger song. So it's, mm-hmm. There are some songs where we do have multiple uh, influences or sounds in each one song. It's not just the same for the whole song, but mm-hmm. putting it all together, I mean, that's the hardest part to make it sound good. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a group effort after the fact, but a lot of the riffs start with just riffs. I mean, I write a bunch of those, and if it sounds cool enough to use and it works together with the drums and the bass has a good line to put on it, we try to make it into a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's so cool that you guys all like are very collaborative with it. Yeah, yeah. I try to be as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And, um, definitely finding a spot with the vocals and with not screaming. We, that was our biggest thing from the beginning is once it, you have a screamer, it's like half your audience is turning it, turning it off. I mean, mm-hmm. people listen to it a little bit more if you have a more unique sound. So that's what we were trying to approach that part. I mean, I think we, we, we have a good grasp on what where we want to go we're just going to build on that and put some new music out that fits that that style so yeah i think you guys are really good i i like here this the one song that you guys sent it was really good <laughs> you know, definitely pull up the ep because there's a lot of other stuff on there uh, yeah. there's another fun one for us mm-hmm. um, as like uh, what did you call the intro the, the first half of it is like just like a noise like not really a noise rock like a avant-garde style i mean it's not it has some kind of parts, shoegaze. yeah, shoegaze. It's like a shoegaze style, and it's a more heavier part, which is cool. But I mean, that's just something you know we worked on. That was one of the original, most first songs we've ever played. So. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, you guys uh, feel free to send the entire EP just sure. so yeah. I can yeah, right on. our music on air. Yeah. Do that. Also, um, um, so 
I'm going to ask if you guys could like send like a band picture because we're going to put the, this interview yeah, on course. the website. Yeah, we have a couple different promo photos we've been using. We'll give you something that we probably haven't put somewhere yet. That way you have a little bit more unique content. Nice. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, do you guys have anything else that's like coming up next? Anything that you're working on that's in the works? That's. Well, I mean, just working on probably another single on the cover put out online and then work on some regional shows from there and then see how it works from there. It's always a building and growing process. There's a lot to, a lot of cogs in the wheel that we have to put together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the interview. Right. It's so cool talking to you guys. Of course, um, thanks. Yeah, feel free to send any more music, okay. any of that. All right. Will well, do. thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Hi, thank you for tuning in and listening to the interview that I did on Zoom with band Serpent Church from South Carolina. Now we will be playing their song, Death.